My name is Chris. And I'm Holly. Together, we're, we're the, the Friars. A long time ago when we first... Oh! But she put me in the friend zone for over 20 years. Ugh, sweet Petunia. Eventually, I convinced her to be mine, and now we do our best to put up with each other. Hey! We're best friends who are married and love to talk. And we talk a lot. About absolutely everything. So sit back, have fun. And welcome to... Following, following the, the Friars. You're lucky it wasn't the siren that I want. I watched Grease 2 over the weekend, and let me just tell you, that siren that Blanche had looked pretty it's, good. It is a siren in Grease 2, isn't it? Yes, it is. I forgot. Yes, who, was, uh, who was Who was the chick in that? Was that Michelle Pfeiffer in that? Yeah, that was Michelle Pfeiffer. And then who was the dude? <sighs> yeah. I don't remember. The one that yeah. played Sandy's cousin? Yeah, whoever the dude with the motorcycle was. Oh, I can't remember. What I can't remember was. who that but was. He's been on several things. He's been in tons been. of stuff. I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember. I just I, when I saw that scene, I was like, "Oh, we're gonna one up the bells. I have to trade the bells in. We need a siren." We, <laughs> we oh, well, all right. I'll see what I can do. I can't. Yeah, right. I cannot make any guarantees about that? about a siren. You realize how expensive those things are. It's fine. I'll stick with the bells, but. Still, that I'll do my very the best. Thought was was, yeah, yeah. I was cracked up. Were you? Yes. <laughs> Enough so that I sent you a picture. <clears throat> yes, you did. Yes, you did. A uh, and and I had to look at I had to look at it twice. I was like, wait a minute, is she turning a hand cranked air raid siren? And yes, uh, she was. Yeah. Do you realize how loud those things are? We we wouldn't be able to do that inside the house. Well, okay. Just got to. Well, we can just move the podcast to the yard. Well, we got to do what we got to do. That's right. Okay. You know, we'll figure it out. <laughs> um, so, um, we the, we have a special guest on this episode of Following the Friars. Yes. For, for all of you listeners out there, um, we we had a, this guest on before, and she had some amazingly funny stories to to share, and. Uh, and we we actually had people, you know, write with <laughs> write to us and go, "Hey, that was hilarious. Can we hear some more?" So, so here we are. So here we are. You you want me to cue some? You want me cue some music in? I think you should. I think I should. Here we'll do this um, with more potential uh, tales from the blackboard. <laughs> Danielle Tuttle. <laughs> See, wasn't that awesome? Yes. Danielle, are you with us? I'm here. Yay. Yay. Welcome so to... So, first thing I have to say, though, is um, Maxwell Caulfield played Michael. <gasps> Thank you. And Adrian, Adrian Zamed played Johnny Nogarelli. That's right. There that's right. Go. That's right. Yes, yes. See, a family member who is into Greece <laughs> as I. Yes, yes. Yes. Thank you. Um. So... Uh, the last time you were on, we talked about your, your teacher adventures, which yeah. We, oh, yeah. Can, we can expand on that. I, well, now I remember what? specifically a story that dealt about- with your phone <laughs> and some kid who may have had questionable contacts in the outside world <laughs> said, I'll get your phone back, but you can't yep. ask any questions. 
and he did. Um, she got her phone back. Um, so I just, yeah, we I'm, talked about that. I'm still envisioning some <laughs> some kid wearing a, like a, a, a wide brim hat in a dark, smoky room, going, "Just remember that I did you this service." Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. One day, and then I mean, day just may think never of like come. Like an eighth grade version of Tony Soprano. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, so yeah, we wanted to have you back to. Um, you know, have our listeners hear a few more stories about, you know, teaching and kids and even possibly, no, wait, 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 wait. She coached, she coached, helped coach the soccer girls soccer team. Wait, what? Yeah. Um, so there may be some soccer, (laughs) some soccer (laughs) stories. Um, Oh, this is awesome already. And she also has a daughter who plays soccer. So, you know, I think there's some interesting stories here. There's definitely got to be some soccer parent Oh, there's, stories. There's all kind of, well, she's dealing with parents in her entire life, so I'm sure yeah. there's some great things. So, um, yeah, are there, oh, yeah. Uh, there are there is there a story you would love to tell? Okay, so well, in this, <laughs> this teach, I have a teaching story, I have a soccer story, I have a coaching story. I mean, I have them also. Which ones do you want to hear? Just <laughs> we have just, plenty of time. Yes, you just lay it on us, whichever one. I'll the try list. not to spit uh, uh, carbonated water through my nose. Oh, no, please do. Yeah. Make me laugh. Um, are you there? Yeah, we're here. Oh, sorry. It, like, glitched out. Um, so the one story for teaching I have, if if there is a word that I will say, and if I can't say it, just bleep it out. Um, well, I mean, you can so say whatever to... you want. It's not going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> well, it's not exactly a PC term, and you know, but it came from, it came from, well, let me just go with the story. So I have this one kid that the first week of school, I could tell right away that like I was going to love him. His personality was just out there and out and, and outgoing and just loud and just full of personality. So I was like, me and this kid are going to get along great. And so um, as a get to know you activity, I had the kids do a shark tank pitch of their favorite disney movie so what their <laughs> job was is to act out the movie and then try to convince me to go see it okay and i like so, this yeah yeah so this one kid decided he was going to do finding nemo okay and so he gets up there and he's like well you see there was this one little baby fish and the baby fish had a little little skin it couldn't swim very well so uh he went out into the ocean, and the daddy this fish told kid, him. Did this said, little kid? Wait a minute, I gotta stop you. Did this little kid okay. talk like this? Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Wow. He sounds like um, like you, the, the way you should picture him is like a little bitty old black man sitting on a porch, like wow. telling stories. That's exactly how this kid is. He's amazing. I love it. Okay, so, so he goes out to the middle of the ocean. And uh, his daddy says, don't you touch that boat. And that baby fish, you know, he did. He took that little fin and he punched that boat. And then somebody (laughs) took the baby fish. So then the daddy went looking for the baby fish. But all he could find was the retarded fish. Oh, "Oh, no. Oh, no. Stop. This kid said that. Oh, no. Yeah. And, I mean, this this kid is a little, little, um, needs a little extra help in the classroom. So, I was like, buddy, you can't say that. He's like, why? (laughs) That's how I am. And I was like, no, no, no. Bless. I know. And I was like, 
you, well, no, you're not. You're not like that. I said, but you can't say that either. And he goes, okay, 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 Mr. Hill. Okay. Uh, so then the daddy fish met the slow fish. And I was like, oh. Uh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Bless him. Oh, and the Lord. whole class is like, half of them are like jaw dropped. Like, I can't believe he just said that. Half of them are falling in the floor laughing. And I'm like, okay, how do I get the ones to stop laughing at him? And how do I get the ones to pick their jaws off the floor? Like, wow. Oh my it was it, just, it's one of those moments where you're like, I can't believe this is happening right now. Well, and, and that just goes to, that just goes to prove the innocence of children that they, yeah. they do not come up with you know, the PC, what is acceptable, what is not, they don't come up with that. That is taught to them. And, and everything he said came from a complete and total place of innocence. It didn't come up from a place of maliciousness or Mm -mm. trying to be, trying to be hateful or unkind. It was totally from a place of innocence. And that is just a perfect example of how, you know, society is, is ruining our children. (laughs) Oh, don't hold back, honey. Sure. Tell us how you really feel. Well, I mean, because we learn. I mean, it's just like, you know, you, you learn. Hate is a learned thing. That it, We don't come into this world picking and choosing. I'm not going to like this person. I'm not going to like that group. I'm not going to no. whatever. Children love each other. Absolutely. Unconditionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They learn to dislike, whether it's from experiences at school or experiences at home yeah. or, yeah. you know, things that they see other people do. And so while, yeah, God love him, it was not <laughs> what he was saying was not appropriate. <laughs> you know, it was it was totally innocent. Yeah, he wasn't wrong. No, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, he was in, in his world. That is, you know, that's that's his truth. So, right. Um, but that is hilarious. So did he convince you to see the movie? I did. I was like, dude, I'm buying like two tickets. Like, let's go. Let's go today. I love it. I love it. That is awesome. Yeah, I want to meet this kid now. I'm going to have to come over and visit school. I want to I want to meet this kid. Well, and and another story with this one. He asked if he could teach the class one day. And this is going to say a cuss word, so you might have to bleep this out too. You got to say um, what you got to say. You're 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 recounting a story <laughs> out of the mouth of babes. I mean, babes. this is this is my life. This is my life. So he asked if he could teach the class one day. And I was like, sure, dude, hop on up there. Go ahead. You you walk us through the warm up. You do it. So he's up there. And every time he would get up to the class, he he um, he would go, it's your boy. And every time he would say, it's your boy, a kid in my class or a girl in my class would go, meh. <laughs> so we went through this whole spiel of about like five minutes of it's your boy, me, it's your boy, me. <laughs> oh and God. finally he just looks at her and he's like, okay, you're just being a bitch at this point. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, dude, again, I'm... words we cannot say. Right, right. Vocabulary, vocabulary. But was he wrong? Yeah. Where's the lie? Yeah, right. Where's the lie? I mean, well, <laughs> and the, the the funny part is, is the whole class was like, Miss Todd Hill. I mean, he just said what we were all thinking, and I'm like, oh, right. I've lost control. Exactly. It's like <laughs> wow. note to self: don't let him teach anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it has gone south real quick. Oh my gosh, I love it though. 
Oh, I bet I, I bet the kids love your class. I, you know, being a kid, like I was never officially diagnosed with ADHD or ADD, but being the adult that I am, like I had to have had it. Oh yeah, and so <laughs> yes, trust I me, you tried did. to run my class of how I would have wanted to sit through it. Yeah, that sounds that sounds is, about fair. That's great. Yeah, I, that is very creative in my opinion. Um, like if I'm bored to tears teaching it, then they're definitely bored to tears hearing it. So you gotta right, you gotta find a way to get it to them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. That's very good. So yeah. All right. Well, so but yeah. No, I, I, I what? No, you, you, you were saying. Sorry, I was interrupting you. Oh, I was just gonna say yeah, but I, I picked up a, a new hat this school year of coaching assistant coaching girls varsity soccer yes i need to hear about this i mean i've seen your post on facebook but i mean i need i need like you know a, a first-hand okay. account of how that went danielle i have to yeah I, I have to know how did you get did you volunteer for this or did they volunteer you for you you know like oh she knows about soccer and like that you just got the gig or did they come to you no, begging so- and pleading when no, when I went to um, like new teacher orientation back in the summer, um, I saw that the they were looking for an assistant coach. So I went to them and I was like, "Well, first, before I went to them, I went to a good friend of ours who is the director of Emory's soccer club. Okay, and he also coached high school soccer when he taught." And I said, hey, what are you, what, when you taught or when you coached, what were you looking for as an assistant coach? And he was like, well, you know, I needed somebody to scout games and give drills and plays and what player would be better at this position. And I was like, ah, so you didn't need anybody to like, you know, hold the gym bag or like (laughs) fill out the paperwork because that's really more my gig. And so he was like, well, just go talk to the coach and see what he needs. And so I went to the head coach um, and I was like, you know, I'm interested, but my, I know a little bit about soccer, but I mean, if you're looking for somebody who can like coach in your absence by themselves, like I am not your gal. And he was like, well, we were really looking for an assistant for varsity, but could also double as a head coach for JV. And I was like, yeah, I'm out. I can't, I can't do that. But um, luckily somebody else volunteered and they made them do JV head and I just got to do the assistant part. So that was great. Well, well, so now my question becomes, did you have to, did you have to scout games and figure out which player would be the best for which position or did the head coach do that? Wait, no, no. There's a more important question than that. Did they give oh. you a whistle? <laughs> I didn't get a whistle. We don't what? have whistles. No whistle. You're not a coach. Come on. Come on, right. coach. Whistles, you got to have a whistle. Whistles are for football. They are for every sport. Well, that's true. They're for everything. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was I thinking? Right. Yeah. No whistle. We didn't have whistles. But um, yeah, by the end of the season, I was able to sit down and watch like game film from either our games or other games and kind of give like a you know, like a two cents worth of, oh, maybe, you know, this player should go here or, you know, maybe we should watch out and double coverage this player because they're really good and stuff like that. So 
oh. it was definitely a learning experience, and I enjoyed it every minute of it. So and the you, girls were awesome. Do you think you'll do it again next year? A hundred percent. Oh, oh wow! Are you gonna are you gonna try to move up into the uh, the JV head coach position? <laughs> are you looking to like make a move, make a move, or are you just gonna just stay where you're at? No, I'm just gonna stay where I'm at. Like I, I told, like we we gave this season as a season for me to get my feet wet, and so next season I can take a more active role. But I'm still not ready to take the reins okay. by myself. Okay, so now, out of curiosity, it is. And, you, you know, you'd be as honest and forthcoming with this as you want. But okay. which group of people is harder to deal with, the student athletes or their parents? One mm. of those two groups has got to be a bigger pain in the butt to deal with. She's thinking about it. She's thinking about it because she's also thinking in terms of she deals with park parents, too. <laughs> because, I mean, her, her younger daughter, Emery, plays I know. park soccer. Well, league soccer, yeah. whatever it's called. But, you yeah, know. That's a whole different realm of crazy. Yeah, but those same parents have kids that play at the high school level. So. Really? Well, you think they just quit playing when they get I to high know. school? No, they try out for the school team. Well, okay. <laughs> anyway. Um... So I would say that the girls have like their things, but they're super respectful about it. So like, oh, why am I not playing this much? Why am I not playing this position? I want more playing time. But when they would approach me with stuff like that, it was always like super respectful. Like, hey, I'm sorry to bother you. Um, so I never really considered that an issue because I was I was actually honored honored, I guess would be the word, but like, I was happy that they thought enough of me to come and talk to me about those things and didn't, didn't just like bypass me as like the new guy and just go straight to the head coach. Oh yeah. Oh, that's see, cool. Um, that. yeah, I, um, had a couple, there was a couple of instances with parents, but I think they were, you know, it was once like, once we had a conversation about the issue, it like they saw like the both sides of it. So it was kind of like squashed pretty easy. Um, yeah, I would say the parents for the high school team weren't a, a big issue at all. Um, club parents are very much more of an issue. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's kind and of, I mean, I don't even. So it's I, a whole different level of crazy, with, right? Yeah. Because I mean, think about it like in, in high school, like once you're high school age, you've been noticed by the schools that you need to be noticed by, or you've established yourself on what position you are or what playing time you should get. Right. Um, but at the younger ages, it's like cutthroat, every man for themselves. Like, Oh wow. So yeah, there's, there's a lot of politicking going into, I mean, Emory has been um, approached by other clubs to be like, hey, why don't you come play for us, you know? And we always have to say, like, no, we're good where we're at. You know, they try to – we've had a few examples of, like, trying to poach players and, oh wow, you know, get players to leave their clubs and go to different clubs. So, that's crazy town. That's, that are you, just... that's, that's real? 
Come on, yeah. this sounds like some yeah. some you know kind of NFL kind of thing. You know, the off even. season trying to poach players from. I mean, that's you know, free you agents from a free agents, free agent. I mean, that's, that's true. They they can do what they like want to, but the NFL and and they're not even cutthroat like that. That's that's what I'm saying, though. I mean, it sounds like professional, like you know, wow, grown grown people sports. Wow, I mean, oh like, yeah, well. And, and Emory, so Emory this year made the Olympic development team for the state of Georgia for her age group. Oh, that's great. And yeah, she worked really hard. She was really excited to make that. And um, I'm not going to lie that there were times where we would talk to parents, be like, hey, your daughter's really good. Why don't you come to our club? And, you know, one or two may have come. And <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying, you're out there scouting and poaching people's players. Yeah, I could be part of the problem. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, at least you can admit it. Uh, Yeah, that's awesome. So, well, yeah, congratulations to Emory. I think you had already told me about that, but you just refreshed my memory. That is, that is awesome. Very, very awesome. Yeah, she was, she was super excited. Oh, and um, she's worked really hard. And Shelby has, um, has a, a play coming up. Is that this weekend that I read? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got. She's gonna be in Rainbow Fish the Musical on Thursday and Friday. I love that book. So that book is so. You know, maybe maybe next next podcast I'll have like a whole realm of theater parents to talk about. Yes, yes, that would be fun. I mean, take notes, take notes. I mean, I've heard I've heard stories. You know, talk about cutthroat. (laughs) Man, yeah, like stage moms. Yeah, I was gonna say protect her knees. We don't want anybody clubbing her in the knee to keep her from performing. That, that's ice skating. Dear. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. I'm, that was ice skating. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. I'm just saying. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Whole... So she'll be she'll be starfish on Thursday and Friday. Oh. Starfish that... of Rainbow. Yes. I know. She's so excited. That's exciting. To... I, will, I will be uh, stalking your Facebook page for the appropriate posts. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Uh, and, um. Yeah, she's super excited. That is great. Well, all right. But, well, um, well, I was going to tell you a coaching story that was pretty funny if you wanted to hear absolutely, it real quick. Absolutely. We, we need you better share yes, it. Yes, yes, share it. Um, so uh, a high school that was in our region this year was Shiloh High School. Mm-hmm. And their coach, I mean, it was more entertaining to actually watch her than it was to watch the game. Like, she would just get so bent out of shape and yell and scream. And, I mean, there was one point where she comes across the field at her players and she is literally yelling them for them to get their heads out of their asses. Like, it's just insane. And so, um, the last time we played them... She was super unhappy with how it turned out, and we turn around, and there's the ref giving her a red card at the end of the game, which red card is like that's big, big time no-no. Yeah, that's a yeah. bad penalty. You got to leave. Yeah, so you have to leave. You are not allowed to coach the next two games. What? Whoa. You Wait, have to what? Pay. A pay yeah. a fine? Is yeah. there a fine involved? So not only does the school get a fine, but the coach gets a fine too. So it's like, I, I don't quote me on the exact number. I think it's 250, but I think like a red card would ultimately result in $500 because it's 250 for the coach and then 250 from the school. Oof. Wow. Yeah. 
kind of And make... do we know why she was getting this red card? Was it just poor sportsmanship um, or was she? Did, I mean, did she have a legitimate the, the way she was talking to the refs. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so, so yeah. in other words, like in soccer, the like talking to the refs, it's a lot like talking to the umpires in, in baseball. You certain words that you're not allowed to say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and unlike <laughs> baseball, like you can get like post game cards. So like the game's over, they're trying to leave. You can get a card if you, even if the game's over. Oh, wait. So the game was done and she got a, she got a post game card. Yeah. Yeah. So like we were all, almost back to the locker room when we turned around and we were like, what is happening over there? Whoa. And she was getting a card. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, did he? Did, so, in 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 that because I'm I'm really really morbidly curious about all this now. In that yeah. sort of instance, let's just say I'm coaching and it's a post game card, and I'm like saying what I got to say, and 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 I get I get the red card. Am I allowed? You know, kind of like in baseball, once you get tossed from the game, you can kind of like for a, at least a, like you got thirty seconds of reasonable amount as a reasonable amount of time you can just like really lay into somebody and and call them all the nasty names that you want to call them and then they you know somebody else will walk up and go okay now you, you said your piece now you got to go yeah Do the same rules apply in soccer after you've gotten the red card can you really lay into the ref and just give me a peace mean, of mind or or is it best to just keep walking before they pull out another red card you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I've never seen anybody get to the point where they've possibly gotten a second red card. Um, I want to know what the was, record for red cards is from, now. There was another coach that got awfully close because he refused to leave the field, but because uh, he got one during the game and um, he refused <laughs> to leave the field and then was so upset that he couldn't figure out how to leave the field at that point. And so he just hopped the fence and started walking. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh no. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So he was I, like a, like a, like a, a, a mouse in a maze trying to find his way out. Yeah. Because there weren't any gates on that side of like where he was at. So he was just like so <laughs> flustered that he couldn't like logically stop and look for the gate. So he just like, Hop the fence. He was like, I'm done. And just hop the fence. And, yeah. See, it would be my luck in that particular situation that I would try to hop the fence and my shorts or my shoe or something would get caught and I would just be dangling from it. Oh, I would you so know. end up on YouTube. Oh, yeah. It would be, you know, yeah. everyone would think it was hilarious it would, and I would just be hanging there mad. I would become a fail army rock star yes. so fast. Yes. Oh, for sure. And, and, even more upset. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Uh-uh. So now I'm, I've got to look it up. I got to see what the record is for. Like, can yeah. you get more than one red card? A. Can you get more than one red card post game? B. And then like, well, who holds the record for the most? Well, luckily for you, there's a thing called Google. I don't know that Google's going to have this information. Oh, yeah, it might. I may have to dig deeper. Okay. Well. I'm just saying. All right, yeah, then. It's, it's, 
Well, I that would I'm, be good to know. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to. We're, you know, it seems like every episode lately that we've done of, of following the friars, we've had a burning question that we don't know the answer to. Yeah, and and I'll either go find it after the fact or. It's, our listeners or have been yes, really great. Yes, or at some point, our listeners will, I'll get a message, and they'll be like, this is the why, or this is the, the, the explanation for I the mean, thing. Yeah. And, which is great, because now I have answers, but, you know, inquiring In- minds want to know. <laughs> I was just about to say the exact same thing. <laughs> so, inquiring yeah. minds yeah. want to know. Well, Danielle, thank you so much for letting us take up some of your time tonight. I know you're an hour ahead of us, and it's it's getting on into the evening. Um, but we love it when you call in to tell your stories, and we love hearing them. Um, so hopefully we can do this again, uh, definitely after the uh, the play this week. Oh, yes. Yeah. We're going to need an update. Sure. Yeah, we will need an update. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, I will definitely be sure to update. Maybe you'll have a uh, have, maybe you'll have a theater parent story to share. That's my maybe hope. Maybe I have a little imposter standing here. She heard the word play, and she's like giggling now. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, tell her that we hope she has a great time and does really well. And um, Break a leg. Yeah. No, don't break a leg. It's no. a good luck thing. No, it's not. It is. It is not. Totally. Stop it. <laughs> anyway, thank you for calling in, and we will talk soon. All right. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. And that music means we're at the end of another episode, yes, my does. dear. Yes, it does. Damn. And I got a I got a question this week, very quickly to end the show. Um, have several listeners wanting to know um, our background, how we met, and all of those things. So we may next week have to do a refresher on all things Chris and Holly. Well, we will. Yeah. We will answer all of those questions and more and next, uh, next week. Next week. And until then, be kind to one another, love one another. And you've been listening to Following the Friars. Bye. Bye. <laughs>